Are we setting our expectations a little too high for New Jersey? And also, what were the New Jersey Devils doing in their practice this time around? Because we are in desperate need of a win. We have dropped six of our last seven, and we are three and seven in our last ten games. So I'm just hoping New Jersey can turn around, and I think you are too. So we have a lot to discuss in this episode. Buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the hockey writers, Trey Matthews. And it's currently 4.37 p.m. Eastern Time, March the 5th, 2021 at the time of this recording. And the Devils have another game this afternoon against the New York Rangers. And that's going to cap off their two-game series set with New York. So if you hadn't checked out the last episode, I think I spoke for all New Jersey Devils fans when I said I was frustrated with how the Devils were performing. I was frustrated how they put so much lack of effort in that game. Overall, it was just a complete and utter nightmare if you were a New Jersey Devils fan and also just a New Jersey Devils player. So we have a lot to discuss in this episode. So obviously, uh, is there any hope for New Jersey? And also, we need to discuss Nico Heizer's injury and what does that mean for us as well. It's really uh, a difficult time if you're a New Jersey Devils fan. And also, guys, there's something else I want to discuss. Maybe we're a little too hard on the New Jersey Devils, and I get that's a hot take, but here's the thing. Most of our guys on the roster are 23 years or younger. So uh, I think we have to keep our expectations, you know, relatively realistic. I think what everyone's just disappointed about is that the New Jersey Devils looked like they were going to go on this miraculous run. It looked like that we could possibly sneak into the playoffs in a very tough division. It looked like we were handling ourselves well against, you know, the top tier teams like the Boston Bruins. And obviously the Flyer series didn't go as well, but we still competed. Obviously, a couple days ago with the Islanders, we competed with them, but we just came out on the losing spectrum just based on bad luck. So for the New Jersey Devils, I believe we need to keep our expectations relatively low, and we just got to know they're going to have games like that against the Rangers. They were prone to have one, just to say the least. I think we were just disappointed that it came at the hands of the New York Rangers because, let's face it, the Rangers, they, they, they've they had their struggles this year too, but, you know, recently they've been on a little bit of a win streak because they were able to split a series against the Boston Bruins. They beat the Bruins 6-2 to on February 26th, and then obviously they lost to the Bruins 4-1 to the next day because I'm sure Boston was very embarrassed to get handed a loss like that against the lowly Rangers. Well, lowly Rangers to them, Rangers are ahead of us, so obviously we can't call them the lowly Rangers. But uh, for the Sabres, they actually beat the Sabres 3-2, to so Sabres also fought kind of hard. And obviously the 6-1 to loss that we had against them the other night, so... Uh, yeah, the Rangers are kind of on a hot streak just a little bit. That's kind of, kind of streak that I want the Devils to go on, which is it's not a major win streak, but at the same time, you know, you have some momentum going your way. You have some confidence because it looks like the New Jersey Devils are just lacking the confidence and just lacking the sense of urgency that they need in order to compete. And we will talk more later about this in the episode uh, about how 
I feel as though the Devils can play better against the Rangers this afternoon. And also, Amanda Stein is once again tweeting some of the information from today's practice that the New Jersey Devils were having before their uh, final game against the Rangers in this mini-series. And obviously, there were some tweets that I want to talk about and just the mindset that Lindy Ruff is having and also what's going to uh, happen to our rotation because, let's face it, guys, I think we're going to be sellers by the time the trade deadline rolls along. I just don't think the Devils... Uh, realistically can get into a playoff spot it feels like we're just too far behind the eight ball and it seems like there's too many teams ahead of us that have all the momentum going their way like we are really 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 behind we were already behind when we came back from our hiatus due to a COVID outbreak and speaking of which the Dallas Stars have also been struggling coming back from their COVID outbreak they haven't been the same since their uh, season had to be put on pause just like ours and that's another thing I want to talk about it seems like when you come back from a COVID outbreak hiatus, it seems like you tend to struggle. So uh, the New Jersey Devils, I, I, I think uh, the, the rest was not what we needed because I said, like, listen, we're playing so many games in such a short amount of time. It just seems like that we can use this rest period. Everyone will come back fully healthy, fully well rested. And then we're going to hit the ground running because some of the teams will be fatigued. And it looked like that for the first couple of games when we beat the Rangers and the Bruins. But obviously, uh, the same has not been said because, guys, in our last 10 games, we are 3-7. and seven, And we have dropped six of our last seven games. So, uh, red flag for the New Jersey Devils. Just major red flag. And I think the roster is going to see some serious rework by the time the trade deadline rolls along. And we're going to see some fan favorites dealt away. We will talk more about that in a future episode. But anyway, I think it's time to shift uh, subjects a little bit and let's talk about Nico Heizer because uh, leading up to all this, I was talking about the struggles that the New Jersey Devils were having and also just what we can do to just, uh, you know, prepare for the Rangers better and just the overall background of what's been going on so far for New Jersey. But uh, one of the major blows that we're dealing with is uh, Nico Heizer, our head captain, now officially being out week to week. And just to remind you guys, to give you a refresher, Nico Heizer had to be placed on the week-to-week injured list back in late December when he suffered a lower leg injury, and he didn't return until mid-February. So it goes to show you how extensive that time frame can be, albeit he did have a couple of setbacks due to actually having COVID and having to wait a couple extra days and obviously coming from Switzerland to the United States during the pandemic and having to, you know, just quarantine for a good amount of days that also plays a factor but at the same time it can really take a while for Nico to come back and just overall contribute like he's doing because uh, the captain Nico Heizer broke his nose and sustained a concussion when he was hit in the shield of his helmet by a shot uh, by PK Subban last weekend so obviously we were just hoping for the best and uh, we were just hoping that it wasn't as bad as we thought. So the Devils said Thursday they placed a 22-year-old uh, Swiss center on the injured reserve uh, retroactive to February 27th. He is being listed as week to week. So what has Ruff been saying? Well, Ruff has reserved comment when asked about the injury in recent days. So hours before their game against uh, the Rangers yesterday, uh, the team said Heizer has a sinus fracture and is currently in concussion protocol. And he's saying he hasn't gotten any more updates, and he says there's nothing bad. Well, 
uh, Lindy, that's a poor choice of words because if there was something bad, you would hear about it and you would say something about it. Just, just saying. So if you haven't heard anything, then how can it be bad? So, you know, I'm just putting that out there. Very poor choice of words. So obviously, Quokinen was recalled from the practice squad. And then now we as fans once again have to wait and anticipate for the return of our captain, which interesting fact for you. So at 22 years and 47 days, uh, Nico Heizer is the youngest head captain in the NHL right now. So there's something to hold your head about if you need some positive takeaway. There's an interesting factoid for you. So for the New Jersey Devils, we're just a man down again. And quite honestly, we actually have been doing pretty well this season without Nico Heizer. I'm not saying we're better without him. I'm not saying that at all. I would love to have Nico Heizer back. But at the same time, I think we're used to playing without him. Just, you know, with all due respect. I'm, I'm not trying to you know, thrash him or anything. So in five games played, he has two goals, one assist for a grand total of three points this season. So obviously he's going to be far off the pace that he did last year. So uh, forget the 56 games uh, this year. Uh, He'll be lucky to get like, I don't know, like 30 games at this point, because I think he's going to be out for a good while. So uh, last season, obviously he played in 58 games, had 14 goals and 22 assists for a grand total of 36 points. So uh, like I told you guys about Heizer, I think he has a lot of potential, but unfortunately, he just cannot play in enough games to just prove that he can improve upon his stats. Because a lot of people think that he hasn't really lived up to. Um, well, well, I'm not. I'm not saying people are saying he's a bust. I think people are just expecting just a little bit more out of him. So it, it, it's kind of weird. No one's saying he's a bust, but at the same time, they just feel like he can do better. And I agree with that to an extent, but I'm just like, look at the games played. So in 2017-2018, 82 games played. Then the following year, 69 games played. And then the year after that, 58 games, which was last season. And now this year, only five games played, and he's back on the injured list. So uh, for Heizer, it's just like he, he can't catch a break. That That's the one thing I have to say. And the one good thing he could take away from the season, he's the new captain for the Devils, and the first captain says Andy Green. It's been a while since we've had a head captain, so I wish the best for Nico Heizer. And obviously, for any of you who are blaming P.K. Subban and just saying, like, um, you know, he, he's hurting our team because he just took out the captain, well, look, look, P.K. Subban is a defensive so his job is to let the puck fire from the point area. Now, albeit, I think he can move into the zone just a little bit more to try to be more effective, but that's a discussion for another time. Um, you know, P.K. Subban, as a defenseman, you know, they, their their job is not to go into the crease area and try to score. Their job is to let one fire from the point area, and P.K. Subban is a big and strong guy. He let one fire, and unfortunately, Heizer was in the way. Freak accident, everybody. Okay, it happens. That's hockey. People get hurt like that, and unfortunately, I, I feel bad for, um, for Heizer, and I just hope that he has a full recovery, but stop, stop blaming P.K. Subban. Do not use this as um, uh, as a way to advance your sports agenda by saying uh, P.K. Subban needs to be traded because he just took out our captain. Like, you think he would do that on purpose? Come on, man. And and, and so he was like, okay, he sure has to be at this angle, and I need to be here at the right possible time, and I'm going to just let one fire, and it hits his face, and he's going to be out for a while with a fracture. Come on, guys. Like, be better than that. Now, speaking of P.K. Subban, I touched about this in the last episode just briefly. Uh, it looked like after a hit he sustained, he was grabbing his leg and it looked like he may have like pulled a hamstring or whatever the case might be. I haven't heard anything from any uh, Devils media personality, whether that be Amanda or Corey of The Athletic. Uh, 
So I think uh, PK Subban is good to go and looks like there's nothing serious about it. So I'm just glad that the New Jersey Devils don't have to deal with another injury to, uh, you know, just continue and just uh, hopefully we could just get back into the win column. That's all I'm asking for. So anyway, do I bet that the New Jersey Devils can beat the New York Rangers in this afternoon's matchup? Well, I'm not really sure, and I'm not going to make any predictions because I'm usually bad at predictions. So if you are good at predictions, you need to take your money to betonline.ag. That's right. It's time for the first live read this morning. So let's take it away. All righty, now let's talk more about BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. College basketball and the NHL are in full swing. We already have some big matchups on schedule, on tabs. So BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Surprise, surprise. I'm not surprised because bet online is that awesome so real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine bet online has you covered for all the news scores and odds it's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit talent talks about one or more teams nhl games of the week nba players of the week whatever comes to mind they got it so anything sports they got you covered all right so also visit our good friends at locked on bets so that way you can get your predictions up and early so that way you can place your bets and you have no excuse to say oh i didn't know what games were gonna happen or this that or third also visit at bet online underscore ag and they also have you covered as well so bet online your online sportsbooks experts get with it and get in the action everybody so, as always, the New Jersey Devils had a practice this afternoon, and uh, Amanda Stein is obviously always on tabs and always in attendance to talk about it and tweet about it. So, we're going to react to some of her tweets about what the Devils are potentially going to do in their next matchup, which is this afternoon, against the New York Rangers. So, Amanda Stein tweeted out who's going to be the starting netminder for the New Jersey Devils in their next matchup against the Rangers, and Lindy Ruff stated, I'm coming back with Blackwood. So, obviously, Obviously, guys, Mackenzie Blackwood had a really rough game against the New York Rangers. In fact, for the first time this year, he actually had to be pulled out of the game and replaced by Aaron Dell. So that was really embarrassing and disappointing to see because it looked like he just didn't have it against the Rangers. And that's really surprising because you would think that uh, Mackenzie Blackwood could handle the Rangers or the Sabres. But yet, uh, against the Bruins, he seems to do just fine. But anyway, that's a discussion for another time. So Mackenzie Blackwood has appeared in 11 games this year. He has a record of 5-5-1. He has a goals against average of 2.77 and a save percentage of 9-12. So guys, I think, um, and I said this in the last episode, I believe that uh, Blackwood's chances of winning the Vesna Trophy have unfortunately gone out the window because, let's face it, the New Jersey Devils at this point are not going to finish in a respectable position. He's been wildly inconsistent ever since coming back from the COVID protocol list. And last night's games confirm his struggles because I tried warning you guys, it doesn't look like Mackenzie Blackwood is really on what he is normally. Like, it, it just looks like he's letting goals go past him that, you know, uh, he wouldn't have, like, gone past him, like, to begin the season. So I was a little concerned when I saw that. And, you know, a lot of you were saying, Trey, you're crazy. You need to pay attention more or, you know, whatever the case might be. And I'm just like, 
Well, last night's game kind of proved otherwise because, look, I, I know Mackenzie Blackwood will face a lot of high-danger shots, and I know the Devils are terrible in the penalty kills, so, you know, I'll give them that. And I, I know it's just one game, and I really don't want to uh, judge based on, because, you know, we, we have so many games remaining in the season, and a lot can happen, but at this point, we have to step up and we have to do better. So uh, I'm agreeing with uh, Lindy Ruff's decision right now to just, uh, let Mackenzie Blackwood start again for the New York Rangers because right now you need a win and if I had to flip a coin or just you know if, if my life is on the line and I need to choose one uh, netminder to you know be the starting goaltender for our game against the Rangers when we desperately need a win and I have the choices between Blackwood, Dell, and Wedgwood. Obviously, I'm going to go with Mackenzie Blackwood. That's a no-brainer because despite his struggles the last few games and despite that absolute uh, crap performance against the Rangers, uh, Mackenzie Blackwood is still got to be the go-to guy despite the struggles that he's having. So I agree with Lindy Ruff in that case. Now, my man Corey from The Athletic uh, just announced something a couple hours ago. So the Devils have moved Michael McLeod from the active roster to the taxi squad you know, which is a little interesting, as he put it, and I kind of agree with him because that might spark some debate. Uh, he's played in every game this season. If they don't bring him or someone else back to the active roster tomorrow, that would likely mean that Nikita Gusev is back in. So just to compare some stats between Gusev and McLeod, because I think most likely it's going to be uh, Gusev who's going to be getting the nod. Like I told you guys, I record these episodes a day in advance, okay? So if uh, news breaks like, you know, at like 9 p.m. or 10 p.m., whatever the case might be, just know that I recorded this episode hours in advance, just giving you guys a disclaimer. So Michael McLeod, he's been having a career year this year, and I know uh, his numbers aren't impressive, but for him, that is a career year because, remember, he's been in the league for, you know, like three, this is his third season in the league, and he was looking for his first career goal. You know, his rookie year, he only played in 21 games, then the following year, 12 games, and now this year, 19 games, and he's already on pace to play in more games uh, this year as a career high. And uh, this year, he has three goals, one assist for a grand total of four points. And he's actually tops in our team in goals. So it goes Wood, Zaka, Hughes, Palmieri, Janssen, Sharon Govich, him, Smith, Gusev. And speaking of Gusev, let's look at his stats. So Gusev has two goals, three assists for a grand total of five points. But his plus and minus is negative seven, to say the least. So I'm seeing a lot of debate between um, a lot of Devils fans saying, Hey, uh, who's better, McLeod or Gusev in this case? And you know what? At this point, it's a toss-up because, you know, uh, McLeod is the future. And, yes, McLeod has played in every single game this year. But like I told you guys, sometimes you got to shake things up and just see if there's another solution to just get back into the win column. Because at this point, the New Jersey Devils were desperate, okay, to say the least. And, uh, you know, we have some more news from Amanda Stein about what the Devils have been working on during their practice this afternoon. So if you're curious as to what the Devils were working on during their practice, because, you know, usually they focus on a certain area to practice on before their next game. Uh, today's Devils practice, according to Amanda Stein, was skills-based, with skills coach Ryan Murphy bringing some of his quote-unquote toys onto the ice. So basically just like, um, you know, objects that you would use to just say, hey, skate around this or put the puck in between that. So 
uh, hopefully the New Jersey Devils could just, uh, you know, get their skills up because overall, I think that's a decent thing to practice on. I would much rather they just keep working on their specialty teams and also just their defense. But, you know, uh, sometimes uh, the skills can help you strengthen up those certain aspects. So I think overall the New Jersey Devils are just trying to do is just trying to strengthen their overall game because these certain skills that they're possibly working on, because like I said, I'm speculating. They're not going to go into detail as to what they're practicing because, guys, um, it's really easy for teams to just, you know, steal things like that. So they're usually very vague in what they're practicing or what they're working on. So uh, that's just how it is in the media field. So I'm just speculating at this point. So uh, the New Jersey Devils, when they're having a skills practice, they're most likely just working on the overall uh, all-around what they can do to get better on the offensive end, the defensive end, whatever the case might be. So just saying like, hey, this type of skills practice is to strengthen your defensive ability. Or if you skate around these, these will strengthen your back skate. Or, you know, just go here and there and it will strengthen, you know, this, that, and a third or whatever the case might be. Like I told you guys, I'm speculating at this point because I wasn't at the practice and Amanda Stein isn't going to reveal everything at the practice. So anyway, uh, I want to go back to the Michael McLeod news because I told you guys it was kind of surprising that McLeod got demoted to the taxi squad and yet there's still no news as to uh, who's going to be his replacement, but most likely it's going to be Gusev. But uh, overall, for Michael McLeod, this could possibly be a punishment from what he did in the last game because he got into a fight. So the New Jersey Devils were probably like, listen, we are in a bad situation. You are picking the wrong time to get into a fight. And I know you're maybe trying to hype the teammates up a little bit, but now's not the time to do this. You're going to the taxi squad to learn your lesson. It could possibly just be a temporary thing. I don't know. But overall, I was a little surprised when I read the news that Michael McLeod was going to the taxi squad. Because, like I said, Michael McLeod, he's not the flashiest player. He's not the best player. But he's played in every single game. And, you know, um, he's having a career year for himself. You know, I know it's nothing impressive. But... For his standards, that's actually doing pretty good and showing major improvement. And hopefully, I think he's going to be a good piece for our future rebuild. And like I told you guys, for the New Jersey Devils, we just got to keep our expectations low going into these next few games. So, obviously, we're going to be taking on the Rangers. I just hope we can just split this series, okay? Uh, that's my worst comes to worst. I just really want the Devils to split the series, get back into the win column, get some sort of momentum going your way. They've already been prepared for these types of situations because, like I said, they've been uh, playing without Brat, Heizer, and Votnin at one point, and they still did particularly well. Uh, to begin the year so if the Devils can just go back to that and just go back to some of their old um, you know line pairings like I told you guys in the last episode uh, give that episode a listen if you want to know which line pairing I'm talking about then overall I think the Devils will do just fine in the long run but obviously it's a long season we still have um, you know more games on the horizon a lot can happen but I'm just saying for the Devils now's the time to get back into the win column because you do not want to keep losing these games it's especially if you are serious about maybe getting another piece or two. So for Ryan Murray, I, I, that's another thing I want to talk about. I, I'm telling you guys, Ryan Murray should be playing if you want to trade him because if I'm a team and I see that Ryan Murray's a healthy scratch and he's injury prone and you know uh, he only has one year left on his contract, I'm going to be like, I'm not taking the risk to get him, so you take him. So that fifth round pick, quite honestly, guys, is looking better and better and better each day every time we don't play Ryan Murray. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. So 
Anyway, that's about all the time I have for you guys today. Thanks for listening. Continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Go Devils, and let's just hope for redemption. And I have confidence in New Jersey. Haven't lost my confidence yet, but just step it up. And Lindy Ruff, please, please, please. I know you're not on the hot seat, but, uh, you know, just at the same time, uh, just switch into a new gear. That's all I have to say. So go Devils, and let's get this win.